Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, April the 29th in 2021 on Winter Rise. This is Ginger and I's 16th anniversary, so Ginger, happy anniversary. I'm glad that we're doing this stuff together, all right. Uh, today we're still in year B and the fifth Sunday of Easter, and on the Thursday of the week we like to take a look at the New Testament letter text of the week. So we're going to be back in 1 John, 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 21. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then spend our time praying along the theme that we find there this morning. Thanks for making this party of morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and be God together in a time of prayer. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 21. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us his spirit and we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and we rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. But the one who fears is not made in perfect love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. This is the word of God for us. Even though life can be uncertain at times, certain things we can just count on, right? Like whenever you have french fries, like don't you want some ketchup nearby? Like, and I will allow mustard, I will allow mayonnaise, I'll allow something akin to those things. But imagine that you're eating dinner at your friend's house and you just got some takeout and you've got french fries and you say, hey, do you have something for these fries? And they come back with like grape jelly or something like that. Like that would be kind of strange because in our minds, it seems like it is a consensus that wherever there are french fries around, you got to have ketchup around, right? Or something akin to it. Certainly not a condiment like grape jelly. I think it's the same thing with this passage, when we think about God, I think what we have uh, been used to in our Christian imagination is that wherever love, whenever uh, God is mentioned, love is mentioned as well. And if we think, what is the highest ideal of love? We think of maybe the things that people have done for us, but we'd certainly also include what Jesus has done for us by laying down his life for us. Imagine taking this passage in 1 John 4, 7 through 21, and taking out all of the times love is mentioned, it would be blown to smithereens. It would not even resemble itself. It would not even be like Swiss cheese, like with a little bit of holes, but a lot of substance left. It would be 
like a lot of holes, no substance left because love is the very center of this passage. And so why, why, add a, why add something like this? What we do know what's going on in the New Testament right now is a lot of different people are being included in the church. People from different backgrounds, different communities, people who grew up are automatically worshiping the one God because that's the family they grew up in. Others, they come from a family they're worshiping many gods or no gods. People are coming from households of violence. People are coming from households of poverty. People are coming from households of affluence. And they're all finding fellowship with one another in the church. And so how do you, like, in a day like that, in the first century, and I didn't even say like in a day like ours, like how do you come up with a common denominator with such a wide variety of people. It's not their language, it's not their customs, um, it is not their culinary habits, it is not where they're from. The common denominator from the earliest days of the church is, is there an evidence that this person has the love of God within them? And that's why this passage is so challenging for us, is because it has the audacity to claim, and like it says in the last stanza of the passage, Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen, they cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother or sister. So this love that we cultivate in the Christian life is not just a love and admiration for God through worship, through private prayer, through private study. We cannot grow in the Christian faith without other people tagging along with us in tow in tandem with us that's why when you go to a passage like the fruit of the spirit in galatians chapter 5 those nine fruit of the spirit you can't do a one of those without being in community you can't excel in love you can't excel in joy you can't excel in peace or patience or kindness all this you have to have somebody with you and so if we were to try to sanitize our life away from other people and say that this is the ideal picture of life with god looks like a passage like this comes in and says, not so fast, you got to rethink again. It would be as awkward as trying to eat french fries with grape jelly. So how do we know that we come from God? How do we know that the life of God is within us? We love God and we love our brother and sister who we have seen, which gives evidence that we love the God who we have not seen. We will always need to hear this message once again. It's time to excel in the way of love we excel in a lot of different areas of our life, but I wonder if we're excelling in the way of love, the true way of love, the, the love, way of love that the scripture outlines. So I want to pray for us this morning that you and I would consider our loves, that we'd reorder them, that we'd love God, and out of that overflow of loving God, we would choose to love all others around us. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that you've given us a new day with new breath, new purpose as we prepare for a day of work, prepare for a day of school, prepare for a day of rest, or prepare for a day of tasks around the house. Whatever we have in front of us today, I thank you that it's all a gift. We thank you that every good and perfect gift comes from you, the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like the shifting of shadows. God, we thank you that our primary interaction with you is love. Love that was self-giving, love that was self-emptying, where you poured out your life so that we could have the true life. And so God, as we think about being um, 
those who benefit from this divine love from you, we thank you that you now call and commission us to love all others. God, we confess to you today that uh, there are people in our life that are difficult to love because they're not like us. It, it, it'd just be easier if they're more like us, but since they're not, we struggle. And so God, we pray that you give us grace upon grace uh, to know how to love all the people in our life so that they could see you. We, we, we believe that if we would love all others, that they would bump into the God who loves, the God who is love. So God, pour your love into our hearts once again. May it overflow to the world around us. And may all know and see and experience this love that we found. And I pray that they would find it for themselves too. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.